Take a deep dive. Rabbit hole podcast. That orange ain't the only food I'm eating today. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) He's going to hit your cherry too. (laughs) I remember when I last ate a fruit. Oh, but you look real fruity. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you need to do that voice to Michael. Wait, he, he'd get so oh uncomfortable. My God. God. Yes. yes. Face, face, face. You yeah. should, you should, you should have called. You should have called Lynx. You goddamn fruit picker. <laughs> oh no! Oh, God. It's a throwback. <laughs> You're a goddamn fruit picker. Uh, maybe I can take some of yours. Nero, start the episode. And, and with this, everybody, welcome oh. to Rabbit Hole Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We are looking at the beautiful faces we of Link's Paradox. Rustic, I, I, face the fucks being Mr. Wow. Michael Live, and I am Miracle. Oh, that's me. No, no. And today, no. Uh, we start our st- second part of the terrifying life and the m- subsequent murders of Jeffrey Dominator Dollar. Old oh, Jeff Dahmer. He's, ba- he's back in town. He is ready to... Angle. I'm gonna eat some people. He's gonna hurry to fuck some boys. All right. Um, what? What? I, I remember cannibalism. Rustic just felt like I did it. He's ready to fuck some boys. What? But we're not. But when we first, when we left off with uh, with Mr. Dahmer here, he had basically uh, just. Um, he, I think we talked about the point of where he was, he, where he got in trouble for masturbating in front of two 12 year old boys. Oh, I lastly, he's he and, he, and at this point, he's living with his Based grandmother. Off. We call that premature pleasure. <laughs> oh, god, this is already a terrible start. Face, <laughs> you want to know what's even worse? Or is you using that voice saying that, and I just look that way and I can see your face on my hand? <laughs> <laughs> you just right. fucking yeah. watching me, and I'm just like, oh, hey there. Oh, hey there. Oh, Sounds hey like there. a, like, uh, 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 I remember when uh, I uh, uh, like, great, gravelier, fucking pervert the pervert. Oh, God. On November of 1987, Dahmer, at the time residing with his grandmother in West Dallas, encountered a 25-year-old man from Ontonagan, Michigan. Ontonagan? What the fuck kind of... Ontonagan. <laughs> Ontonagan. I, bump, I bumped him Ontonagan. <laughs> I bumped him Ontonagan. Ontonagan. Wait, you're doing good, Upper Dear. Oh my god, you fucking stole my joke, you fuck. Untenugan. Untenugan. What was the Smitty thing? There's not, no, not that one. Huh? Fucking. I can't remember the. I can't. I, it's gone. The fucking time. It's gone. Oh damn, it's windy out here. No, 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 not that one. Stephen Toomey. Toomey. Toomey? At a bar, and <clears throat> and, hey, yo, and persuaded him re- to return to the Ambassador Hotel in Milwaukee, where Dahmer had written in our last room episode. We told you we were getting better at reading. Yeah, I'm not. Shut up. <laughs> but it, no, it's not. It's not that. It's just where we stopped for five minutes, laughing at Antonagin, and then I had to re- get, I had to get back. By the way, fair warning, viewers. I am. He is stone, ha- stone hammer oh, drunk already. pretty drunk. Yeah. I am already drunk as shit, and I'm still drinking. Cheers. 
but according to Dahmer, he had no intention of murdering Tuami, but rather intended to simply drug him and lie beside him and his explore his body. Mm. Mm. Oh, I remember. The, yeah. the following morning, however, Dahmer woke up to find Tuami lying beneath him on the bed, his chest crushed in, and black and blue with bruises. <coughs> Let's see. Thank you. <laughs> I was trying to finish that sentence before it hit. Bud was also <laughs> seeping from the corner of his mouth, and Dahmer's fists was one, and one forearm were extreme, extensively bruised. Dahmer stated he had no memory of having killed Tuami, and later informed investigators that he could not believe this had happened. Because remember, I guess what happened here was Dahmer was also intoxicated while he was exploring the drugged out body of the other you guy. Bet, yeah, well. But remember, when he was in school, he was already seeming a bit weird, had violent tendencies. And what did his parents do? It was already he fucking made him jacked. <laughs> yeah, and plastered. So yeah, he has extreme swift punch. power. He, he was he was getting jacked and drunk at fourteen years old. Mm -hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. To dispose of Tuami's body, Dahmer purchased a large suitcase in which he transported the body to his grandmother's residence. Three... Three. There, one week later, he severed the head, arms, and legs from the torso. Then... Filled... Filleted, sorry. Filleted the bones from the body before cutting the flesh into pieces small enough to handle. Dahmer then placed the flesh inside plastic garbage bags... He wrapped the bones inside a sheet and pounded on them into splinters with a sledgehammer. The entire dismemberment process took Dahmer approximately two hours to complete, and he disposed of all of Tawami's remains, excluding the severed head in the trash. For the, a total of two weeks following Tawami's murder, Dahmer retained the victim's head wrapped in a blanket, after two weeks, Dahmer boiled the head in a mixture of soylex and bleach in an effort to retain the skull. When he then used a stimulus for masturbation, eventually, Hello? yeah, he used Hello? he used the preserved head for masturbation. Huh? Skull fucking! I'm skull fucking you! Come here! Uh, eventually. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that, that almost made me jump how you, how you just went from. Uh, that's I didn't realize that's what they meant when they say fucked up in the head. That's 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 Dahmer for you though. That's how he was. It was like like, and you know what's really fun? Just imagine. He was fucked up in many heads. Yeah, he took I mean, <laughs> uh, he took but, but but later on, we will see where he will uh, take these dismembered heads and he'd be like, Jeffrey, you're so beautiful. Well, thank you. I actually worked out today. I'm just gonna fucking... And, and then it's just... <laughs> So much skull. Why fucking. does it sound like it's personal experience? <laughs> Norma! The thing is, it is. Blink twice if you're okay! <laughs> Eventually, the skull was rendered too brittle by the bleaching process, so Dama pulverized it and disposed of it. So, would you take over on ingredients? <laughs> oh, I bet you I can. 
Uh, I or ingredients, talk to the incidents. Boys. What the fuck am sure. I talking? God damn, I can't I read. You making a recipe? Immediate, <laughs> immediate ingredients. Mm. <laughs> well, okay. Following the murder of Tuomi, Dahmer began to actively seek victims, most of whom he encountered in or close to gay bars, and whom he typically lured to his grandmother's house. Could you imagine that he real would... quick? Real quick, real quick, real quick. I'm the grandma, so so, yeah, you're going home with a guy who's in his like mid twenties to the basement of his grandmother's house. You bitch. Like, gay or not. It's just kinda like Yeah. <laughs> man, you don't no. wanna fuck inside the house. Grandma might see. <laughs> grandma might see, man. Grandma's just sitting there. You no in front of my salad! No, and before, and before Grandma is just as jacked as he is, and she's all also oh a serial killer. Uh, <laughs> he would drug his victim with tri triazolam or temazepam. I'm <laughs> guessing, guys. Uh, before or shortly after engaging in sexual activity with them, I just like how once they he rhymed. had yeah, basically <laughs> Try it in sexual activity with them. Once he had rendered his victim unconscious with sleeping pills. He killed them by strangulation. See, there, suffocation. No, breathe. <laughs> well, see, okay, nah, no, we good, we good. And see, what we're going to be like, what we're going to be, what we're going to find out in our studies of true crime and our deep dives onto serial killers, much like, um, so you guys remember John Wayne Gacy? I remember all of them. Okay, so Rustic does that. He fell asleep midway. <laughs> yeah. Well, John Wayne Gacy was what they call a process killer. He loved the killing. Jeffrey will later on state he didn't like killing. He was oh, you a, like death to your math. He just wanted the remains of a, he he wanted the cadaver. And instead he was of great, a fucking necrophile. Oh, no, more. He should have been a fucking what's the mortician? Mortician. Yep. Instead yes. of instead of grave robbing, he just kill people. He, see, he, I mean, he Dang. couldn't and he couldn't kill people unless he was stone hammered drunk like Nero. Right I now. mean, it's easier and it's fresher, so huh? it makes sense. I, I I I mean I I am stone drunk. I am I am plastered, but I will not kill anybody. So unless you tempt me. So in this case, <laughs> people like Dahmer are called. I tempt you. Kill me! <laughs> Necro Pe necrophiliac? No, people like Dahmer are called uh, product killers. They're in it just for uh, the product afterwards, and not for the killing itself. He wants to oomph oomph the brains. Okay. Mm -hmm. Two months after the Tuami killing, Dahmer encountered a 14-year-old Native American male prostitute. 14? 14! Named oh, James Doxtator. <clears throat> That is that name. I mean, Dumber was what by then? Like 17, 18? <laughs> Come here, Idaho. I'm going to dox your tater. Uh, I mean, these are in his 30s incidents. Oh, yeah, I thought okay. so. These are late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. Oh, Dumber okay. lured the youth to his home with an offer of $50. Actually, back then, that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, to pose for nude pictures at Dahmer's West Alice residence. The pair engaged in sexual activity before Dahmer drug Doxtator. <laughs> I still like that name. And strangled him on the floor of the cellar. 
Dahmer left the body in the cellar for one week before dismembering it in much the same manner as he had with Tuami. He placed all Doxtator's remains, excluding the skull, in the trash. The skull was boiled and cleansed in bleach before Dahmer noted it had been rendered too brittle by the process. He then pulverized the skull two weeks later. See, he's using chemicals. You don't use chemicals if you want to prefer, uh, preserve a skull, or else it will just crack I mean, it's the skull. chemicals. You just no, no, yeah. no, no. It's not chemicals. You just boil it in water. Yeah, you could always do that. On March twenty fourth, nineteen eighty eight, Dahmer met a twenty two year old male, a bisexual male. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Named Richard Guerrero. Gu Guerrero. 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 Yeah. Guerrero. Outside a gay bar called the Phoenix. That's a restaurant where I live, and it's really good. Anyway, <laughs> Dahmer led Guerrero. Is it also a gay bar? Oh well. No. Uh, to his grandmother's residence. Although the incentive on this occasion was $50, he likes that number, mm -hmm. to simply spend the remainder of the night with him, he then drugged Guero, Guero, Guerrero, Guerrero, uh, <laughs> with sleeping pills and strangled him with a leather strap. That's kind of kinky. With Dahmer then performing, oh, he was not dead. Oh, no, he was dead. Yeah, Oral was. sex upon the corpse. <laughs> oh, he's he dead. dead. No, Just he is Dahmer dead. Dahmer <laughs> dismembered Guero's body within 24 hours of murdering him. Again, disposing of the remains in the trash and retaining the skull. How how does he dispose the remains in the... Anyway. And retaining the skull... He just throws them away. He, throws before, it, yeah. he crushes it all up and throws it in a garbage bag. And the garbage no, no. men take it away. I know, it's no, just no. so sad because it's like you what would think said, someone would What he said earlier is he, he butchers, he like cuts the, but, the, yeah. the legs and arms and then butchers the skin, off, the, the, the fucking meat off of it. And then puts that in the fucking garbage and then crushes the bones and then put that in another garbage bag is what yeah. it said yeah, earlier. Well, like, well, either way, they're still going in the garbage. Yep. And, th and the garbage men just like... <laughs> just, just going on. I wonder Listen, why these you... trash bags always smell of blood and sadness. Well, there was one time <laughs> that, the, that the grandmother was complaining about black ooze coming out from the garbage bags. And the and uh, Dahmer was like, "Oh, I was just uh, testing my chemicals on dead rodents again." Yep. And he retained the skull before pulverizing it several months later. Yeah, that time he done it right. On April twenty third, Dahmer lured another young man to his house. However, after giving the victim a drugged coffee, both he and the intended victim heard Dahmer's grandmother call. Is is that you, Jeff? Uh, although Dahmer replied in a manner that led his grandmother to believe he was alone, she did observe that Dahmer was not alone. Because of this, Dahmer opted not to kill his this particular victim, instead waiting until he had become unconscious before taking him to the county general hospital. Honestly, well played. Uh, in September 1988, <laughs> and I hate to say that, in September 1988, Dahmer's grandmother asked him to move out largely because of his br drinking and his habit of bringing young men to her house late at night and the foul smells occasionally emanating from both the basement and the garage, none of which she checked for some reason. 
Dahmer found a one-bedroom apartment at 808 North 24th Street. I want to know who lives there now. No and one. Moved the into- whole mil- after this all came out, the building got torn the fuck down. It was a. Oh really? It was one of it's it's it was one of them. Um, we ain't fucking affiliated with this bitch and just no, tears the building down. No, 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 no. It's it's it was the cheapest hotel. Uh, not hotel. Cheapest motel. Uh, no, not motel. It's the cheapest like apartment apartment complex. Okay, it's one of them that whole row where everything's like really cheaper than anything else in the whole city because yeah. it's just a bad oh, yeah, yeah, neighborhood. Yeah. It's just yeah. And moved into his new residence on September 25th. Two days later, he was arrested for drugging and sexually fondling a 13-year-old boy. How did he fall? He two days after he moved, he got two fucked days. over. A 13-year-old boy whom he had lured to his home on the pretext of posing for nude photographs. Dahmer's father hired an attorney named Ger- Gerald Boyle. That is a name to defend his son. At Boyle's request, Dahmer's are Dahmer's. Dahmer underwent a series of psychological evaluations prior to his upcoming court hearings. These evaluations revealed Dahmer uh, harbored deep feelings of alienation. A second evalu- evaluation, two months later, revealed Dahmer to be an impulsive individual, suspicious, suspicious of others, and dismayed by his lack of accomplishments in life. His probation officer would also reference a 1987 diagnosis of Dahmer suffering from a schizoid. Schizoid. Schizoid personality disorder. I'm assuming that's schizophrenic. Personality disorder disorder for presentation to the court. Do you want me to keep going? I was just going to read through them all unless Uh, you wanted to stop me. (laughs) uh, Let uh, let Lynx take over on the 30th of January. You do you, boo. You do you. On January, on the 30th of January, 1989, Dahmer pleaded guilty to the charges of second-degree sexual assault and enticing oh. a child for immoral purposes. That's no longer a Sent- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It really is no longer a that, re- that really isn't a ho at all. <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh, no. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh, God. <laughs> it, it went from a oh, whoa to oh, whoa, shit. Oh, whoa, shit. Perfect. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa. This went from kinky to scary real quick. Really fast. (laughs) Sentencing for for assault was suspended until May. On March 20th, Dahmer commenced a 10-day Easter absence from work, during which he moved back into his grandmother's home. Oh, how lovely! That okay, so, okay, okay, so, so okay, so it wasn't in the uh, wasn't in that building. Never mind. The next one. <laughs> two months after his conviction, and two months prior to his sentencing for the sexual assault, Dahmer murdered his fifth victim, a mixed race twenty four twenty four year old aspiring model named Anthony Sears, whom Dahmer met at a gay bar on March twenty fifth, nineteen eighty nine. Dahmer, according to Dahmer, on this particular occasion, he was not looking to commit a crime. However, shortly before closing time that evening, Sears just started talking to me. Dahmer lured Sears into his grandmother's home, where the pair engaged in oral sex before Dahmer drugged and strangled Sears. No longer a woe again. 
No, <laughs> God damn it. And it's also, <laughs> what, what, what was the term? It's no longer called oral sex on this show. <laughs> what is it called? What was it? Where we, where we accidentally clicked it last week and it... And... Oh, shit. <laughs> what was the term? Uh, What's the actual term for oral sex? Oh, fuck. Head? Uh, <laughs> no. Brain? I mean, this guy took Brain? both those yeah. terms, literally. Fellation. Fellatio. 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 I'm going to name this episode Darn Tons of Fellatio. <laughs> fellatio then strangulation. It's usually how it goes. Exclude. The following morning. The following morning, Dahmer placed the corpse in his grandmother's bathtub, where he decapitated the body before attempting to flay the corpse. He then stripped the flesh from the body and then pulverized the bones, which he again disposed of in the trash. Honestly, I'm surprised his grandmother hasn't found out at some point I, I during I, all this. She, oh, Jeffrey's just over there banging on things again. <sighs> Jeffrey, where are you getting all Kill these bones? <laughs> oh, wait, how long? What? Ignore me! <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to the Domery, he found Sears exceptionally attractive, and Sears was the first victim who he permanently retained any body parts. He preserved Sears' head and genitalia in acetone mm -hmm. and stored them in a wooden box, which he later placed in his work locker. Literally. Wow. At Holy fuck. Work! <laughs> yeah, I got my boy's dick right with me. <laughs> I got my dick and balls right in the locker whenever I need it. Just, when, he, when he's on break, he looks around. You know, you can see it. He opens it, opens it up. There's no one around. Takes it up. And then puts it back. And oh, just... oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. Rusty's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, like, I'm eating here right now. What the fuck? <laughs> I am! <laughs> Why are you eating? This is a terrible time to eat. I'm fucking hungry, you bitch. <laughs> You're about to eating during it. a cannibal story. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> First part is I have chicken. Uh, oh no! When he moved to his new address the following year, he took the remains there. On May twenty third, nineteen eighty nine, Dahmer was sentenced to five years pro probation and one year in house in the house of correction, with work release permitted uh, permitted and ordered. That he that he'd be able to keep his job. He loved his job. He loved working at that chocolate factory. He was also required to register as a sex offender. He, yeah, understandable. Well, the the uh, like literally, they allowed him to go to work at night because he worked night shift, and then when he got off, he had to go back to jail for a year. <laughs> so Goddamn. That's a commit. That's mm -hmm. a that's a commute. <laughs> that's a commute. Exactly. Two months before. You he think was he getting... learned like the front guard's names? On a side note, by the way, I was in the other room Probably. and I was having my roommate and his girlfriend listen to Link's reading about the serial killer and his voice, and they're both sitting there like that is fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> just a soothing voice. Just he then slowly drugged him. 
and killed him. Emitted <laughs> 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 the sexual oo-woos and oh nos. Oh god. Oh-nosies. <laughs> Keep going. Are you eating? Uh, yes. Where was I? Uh, two months before he yes. scheduled. Oh yeah, yes, two months before his scheduled release from the work camp, Dahmer was paroled from his from this regiment. Regime, I don't know. Regiming. Regime. <laughs> regime. His five-year probation year. imposed. Oh, okay. <laughs> his five-year probation imposed in 1989 began at this point. On release, Dahmer temporarily moved back to his grandmother's home in West Dallas. Yeah, Alice. Before in before in May 1990, moving into the Oxford Apartments located on North 25th Street in Milwaukee. Although located in a high crime area, the, the apartment was close to his workplace and was furnished and at 300 per month, inclusive of all bills excluding electricity, was economical. Three hundred bucks a month. God damn. Jesus. Yeah. Now, like I said, I wanna... really cheap. This is where he would commit the rest of his crimes. I love just a stuffed face oh, right there. Jesus! <laughs> I think, Fuck off. Nero, are you dying over there? Are you falling asleep to a... Uh... Rusty, it sounds like Murder? you're mid-performing fellatio. What's up? Whoa, whoa. Fuck off! <laughs> no. <laughs> well, since you're eating, I'll take over for a little bit. <clears throat> On May 14th of 1990, Dama moved... Nero! I'm back, I'm did back, sorry. Okay. I was like, did he fucking it's die? <laughs> I keep seeing his body, like, pop in and out of existence. I'm like, are you there? I'm back. On May 14th of 1990, Dama moved out of his grandmother's house and into 924 North 25th Main Street, apartment 213, taking Sia's mummified head and genitalia with him. Within one week of his moving into his new apartment, Dama had killed his sixth victim, Raymond Smith. Smith was a 32-year-old male prostitute whom Dahmer lured into apartment 213 with the promise of $50 for sex. Why is it always 50? <laughs> hey, he's precise. He's got, like, he's got an M.O. He's got Who an would MO? have sex yeah. for 50 bucks? That man better be attractive as shit. Well, you know, checking, checking inflation, 50 bucks is like almost... How much? Wait, what, like, what year was this? Only 30 1990? Years, okay, wait. It's 30 years. Oh God, the '90s babies are going in the '30s. Yeah. Don't remind me. Oh, Michael, me and you are both almost fucking thirty now. I know. Actually, links to have your midlife crisis later. Yeah, everyone born before two thousand is now legal to drink. As a as a side note, I know. Side note. Uh, if fifty dollars in nineteen ninety is worth a hundred fifty, a hundred five today. Okay, so That's it went up. It much, still though. went, but it still went up fifty five dollars and some change. So here's my only thought, and Link just brought Link's brought out a great point. My, I went to the liquor store. I literally showed them my ID, and they said, "Oh no, I see the one." It was just like that fucking TikTok, and I was like, <laughs> Wait, what, "What do you mean the one?" 
And they're like, yeah, if you have a one at the start of your birth date, that means you're over 21 now. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Oh, no. Wait, what? Oh, oh my God. No. Because I was right. so mad. It's 2021. <laughs> because they're right. It's 2021. No. Yeah. Uh, I said, like, son of a bitch. Oh, main four. This is old. <laughs> You guys got me fucking lost. Inside the apartment, he gave Smith a drink laced with seven sleeping pills, then manually strangled him. That seems like a bit overkill. Just a little bit. The following day... I only usually need three. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Rustic, are you Hold admitting up. here? Hey. On... <laughs> on, uh... Hold up. I think <laughs> that deserves a drink before I continue. Hold up. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was I supposed to stop? Should I, we should be saying tink tink mid podcast and have a shot. <laughs> I'm on drink. So I feel like I need to slow down. <laughs> just, I'll back. Yeah, because it's just because it's going to end up just being me and Lynx like it always is at like 10 in the morning. <laughs> Bitch, how about, how about shut the fuck up? I don't know how many more Lynx, times I had to Has it not you. been just me and you for the last three weeks in a row? At like ten in the morning, <laughs> I didn't even get on last week. The last three weeks. Last last Saturday, I was with Links. We met like we we, we were hanging out Saturday, with fucking Maddie. You were last Saturday. You were double double killed with both high and. Oh, wait, that was that was the week before then. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I that, that was the week. was the week before. The week I got I got crossfaded. The week before that though, me and Links were hanging out with fucking Maddie at the end of the fucking night. Oh yeah, I remember that. I was I I passed out that night because I was extremely tired. I worked a fifty-two hour week that week. Yeah, I worked at like six. The, the like the Saturday we drink. I wake up at six in the morning. Yeah, and then I like drink. I like sleep for like Case? five hours. I, like, sleep for like five hours before sleeping. we start drinking. They're sleeping too. Fuck you. <laughs> Wait, oh, like, you, you do it earlier. That's why. That's because well, I'm tired. I go to bed. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about sex and rape and murder, <clears throat> not this. We're about to get into penis chopping. <clears throat> well, he's already done one. call that cutting the weenie. But the following day, Dahmer purchased a Polaroid camera with which he took several pictures of Smith's body in suggestive positions before dismembering him in the bathroom. He boiled the legs, arms, and pelvis in a steel kettle with soilix, which he which allowed him to rinse the bones in the sink. Like he he literally just made it into a really fine soup, and it just went down the drain. Good you, soup. Yeah, God, Dahmer dissolved the remainder of Smith's skeleton, excluding the skull, in a container filled with acid. He later sprayed painted Smith's skull, which he placed alongside the skull of Sia's upon a black towel inside a metal f uh, filing cabinet. The reason that he'd done the spray paint, because if he was ever caught, he was going to act like it was one of them fake plastic skulls. And that's why he spray painted it. I would say he's a genius, but I think he's dumber than us. No. <laughs> God damn it, Faye. You're welcome. God damn it. Disconnecting. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Approximately one week after the murder of Smith on, a, on or about May 27th, 
Dharma lured another young man to his apartment. On this occasion, however, Dharma himself accidentally consumed a drink laden with sedatives intended for consumption by his guests. And when he awoke the following day, he discovered his intended victim had stolen several items of his clothing and $300 and a watch. And a watch. (laughs) Now you deserve your name, Dahmer. Get fucked. (laughs) Dahmer never reported this incident to police, although on May 29th, he divulged divulged to his probation officer that he had been robbed. In June of 1990, Dahmer lured a 27-year-old acquaintance named Edward Smith to his apartment. He drugged and strangled Smith on this occasion. Rather than immediately assifying the skeleton or repeating previous processes of bleaching, which had rendered previous victims' skulls brutal, Dharma placed the Smith, uh, Smith skeleton in the freezer for several months in the hope it would not retain moisture. Freezing the skeleton did not remove the moisture and the skeleton of this victim would be assified several months later. Dama accidentally destroyed the skull when he placed it into the oven to dry, a process that caused the skull to explode. Yeah. Oh, guys, don't look at explosions! <laughs> imagine, imagine your brain that is composed of 70% fucking water just getting frozen solid and fucking put into, into the oven at like 350. Brain blast! <laughs> <laughs> Literally oh, became Jimmy Neutron for a day. Got a blast! Got a blast! <laughs> <laughs> Dahmer himself was later informed... It later informed police he had felt rotten about Smith's murder and he, as he was unable to retain any parts of his body. See, because he didn't and like the killing. No, but pause here. It says Dahmer himself was later to inform police that he had felt rotten about his murder because mm-hmm. he was unable to retain parts of the body. Yeah. Not because he killed his acquaintance. Yes. But because he couldn't keep the body. Yes. Because, That's so fun. Because he's a product killer. He only kills for your skull. But that's still fucked up. I can't believe since, it's one of those things. He's not even upset about the murder. He's just like, damn it, I couldn't get that skull. He couldn't get the skull. That's what he's upset about. <clears throat> Less than three months after the murder of Smith, Dama encountered a 22-year-old Chicago native named... Ernest Miller outside a bookstore on the hey, corner. Is that one's fucking of age? Fucking Christ! <laughs> on the on yeah, a, literally on the corner of a no, of North Twenty Seventh Street, Miller agreed to accompany Dama to his apartment for fifty dollars, and further agreed to allow him to listen to his heart and stomach. Dama attempted to perform on or perform oral sex upon Miller. He was informed that that'll cost you extra. We're upon dollars. <laughs> uh, fifty dollars. Whereupon Dahmer gave him his intended victim a drink laced with two sleeping pills. On this occasion, Dahmer had only two sleeping pills to give to his victim. Therefore, he killed Miller by slashing his carotid artery with the same knife that he used to dissect his victim's bodies. Miller bled to death within minutes, and Dahmer then posed the new body for various suggestive Polaroid photographs before placing the body in his bathtub for dismemberment. 
Dummer repeatedly kissed and talked to the several head while he was dismembering the remainder of the body. Oh, that's a nice. We make sure to get the pee-pee. Oh, dear. Wait. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll remember to get that pee-pee. Why does every time I'll, we I'll listen to a fucking serial killer story, I just feel like I'm just losing more and more hope into fucking humanity? <laughs> because... As if it wasn't already low enough with the fucking Is it terrible? Times. Most, most of these, like, fair, stories... Yeah. John Wayne Gacy's was fucked, but, like, most of these stories to me, I'm going, I've seen horror games that have worse shit than this. Is that bad to say? I think I'm no. desensitized to that point. Yeah, I can see that, but it's also interesting because it makes oh, it's you so fucked up because it's real life. But yeah. I'm like reading it on a thing compared to seeing it. Of course, it's hard to like imagine it exactly. And that's that's what's that's what that's what the beauty of this whole story is is that it's not about the it's not, there is no beauty in the murder of seventeen people, but the beauty of it is the the mystery of the person that did it like why like what was the point and finding well, out his I true know. motive here here was the other thing i was going to mention in john wayne gacy and every other serial killer we've mentioned before the police had been looking for these people and were led to this victim or to the the actual killer multiple times before his arrest oh. so far he has killed is it I'm, nine people is I'm, that his ninth I think this is the ninth, but I'm going to stop you right there real quick because you're about to get really pissed off here in a minute. No, I know, but I oh no, I've <laughs> I've I've read this story once just to make sure I was prepared for it. It just sucks. But like I'm sitting there going, "No, the police didn't haven't seen him or even asked him shit up to this point, nine kills." Right. And he got arrested for killing someone. Well, let me take Or not killing someone for trying to uh, have sex with somebody who is younger, and all these young people are disappearing. They never even question it. But, well, let me let me yeah. let me let me show you. Let me tell you why. It's the it's scary. It's the 1980s slash 1990s. Gay, uh, like homosexuality of uh, and it's prostitution, homosexuality, prostitution, and um, and uh, it's either Hispanic or African Americans that he's taking. That none of them to get the none, none mm. of them go report missing. Because, That's true. I didn't be, think about that. Because actually. during this time, of course, we're still. Please God, let us get to where we need to be. But like during this time, it was even worse. And police, where uh, they were like those, the, like it's sad, but but that's what it was. Help prostitutes. Straight prostitutes were considered less dead. If one goes missing, they would just. Eh. So imagine a gay African American uh, prostitute in the middle of that Michigan. Is, that is the worst combination to be. Yeah, and I, it's like it's sad to say, but it, uh, probably a lot of people said at that time because the world wasn't accepted at all. Just prostitutes, riddance. I mean, okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the world has gotten definitely has gotten a lot better. I didn't. But think, it's still... I guess I'm not thinking. I'm used to everyone accepting everyone, so I'm yeah. going. All these people dying. How the fuck has someone not found them? And now it's I mean, like, no. Back then, they didn't give a shit. They didn't give yeah. a shit. It was. I mean, it helped. And that's granted, hard, that is zero blame to the police force. It's just at the time, the people in general. Exactly. And I mean, that's, that's and, what and, the and that's was. and that's hard to say because you know it was just literally just thirty years ago. It yeah. is. Well, it, you can say that about almost ten years ago. Exactly. 
Ten yeah. years ago, that was the case. Yeah. Five years ago, it was just turning to not be the case. So, like, in terms of relatively, like, fucking, like, up. being accepting of, like, homosexuality and, like, all the stuff like that is, like, like, it's, like, an infant. It's, like, it's an, in its infancy. Right. Because, like, it, like, infancy you could still. acceptance, yeah. Yeah, no, like, you could still go to places in America where they will not accept you. Or, oh, like, accept yeah, people, you yeah. can. Yeah, Marco knows Just he go down to the Bible stuff. Belt. I, I, I'm in the most Bible thumping fucking state you can be what's in. The one, what's the one church that yeah. really hates homosexuals? Uh, the uh, Church of Latter day Saints. <laughs> the Mormons. No, there's yeah. another. There was another one that I saw where some people bought the house across the street and painted it as like a gay rainbow. <laughs> from the church. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Whoever the people that did that, they are fucking amazing. Yep. Protestants? No. Maybe? No. Maybe that's. I don't think it's the Catholics because the Catholics accept. It's, it's, it's a Catholic. It's a cat. It's a Catholic church. Well, we know that which which type of Catholic. <laughs> There's yeah. a thousand types. True. <laughs> well, the Pope they said he wait, Catholic, Westboro Baptist. Yeah, Westboro Baptist. <laughs> All right. It, it's Westboro Baptist Church. That, oh, okay. that one. It's a Baptist. Oh, Baptist. Yeah. Oh, Baptist makes sense. Yeah. Ba yeah. I agree. I've went to a Baptist church before. Yeah. But either way, I've also been to churches where they were like shaking on the floor. But either way, um. Hey, what? Yeah. The mushroom, the, the mushroom church. Those are called seizures. We know they say it's breakdancing. It is not breakdancing. <laughs> and, and thus, that's what led me away from a church. <laughs> All right, go back to fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. Before we now I just don't canceled. believe in anything. I just, you do you. Oh, but yeah, anyway, fuck yeah. But Dahmer, I believe in myself. But Dama wrapped Miller's heart, biceps, and portions of his flesh from the legs in the plastic bags and placed him in the fridge for later consumption. He boiled the remaining flesh and organs into a jelly-like substance using Soylux, which he then put on pieces of toast, and he Soylux? said it was it was just like, uh, you know, jam. No, which again enabled him to rinse the flesh of the skeleton, which he intended to retain to preserve the skeleton, Dahmer placed the bones in a light bleach solution for 24 hours after allowing them to dry upon a cloth for one week. He then several he severed head. The severed head was intentionally placed in the refrigerator before also being stripped of flesh and then painted and coated with enamel. Three weeks after the murder of Miller on September 24th, Dama encountered a 22-year-old man named David Thomas at the Grand Avenue Mall and persu persuaded him to return to his apartment for a few drinks with additional money on, on offer if he would pose for photographs. In the statement to police after his arrest, Dama stated after giving Thomas a drink laden with sedatives, he did not feel attracted to him but was afraid to allow him awake in case he would be angry over having been drugged. Therefore, he strangled him and dismembered the body, intentionally retaining no body parts whatsoever. Because... Yeah, he might be mad. Let me just... 
Take Wait, don't, don't tell me don't tell me because he was that white. That man must slap no. me. I need to kill his ass. It's <laughs> it, like it's that's a possibility. But No, it's true. He could have got caught very quick from that. But either way, the reason they didn't keep any of the body parts of this one is because attracted. he wasn't attracted to him. He he must didn't look like me. He had like <laughs> if Dahmer killed you, you were beautiful to him. But the only reason he killed this one is I'm this, safe. Because, yeah. What? <laughs> Rustic, I'm probably not. Probably not. But um, he likes some. He likes him some rusty. My <laughs> <laughs> face. Can we get that that scene from the start of the episode again? No. Just don't accept fifty dollars, Rusty. He's oh. fine. He to slowly pull that tail up. Oh, oh, take the fifty dollars, Rusty. <laughs> take the fifty dollars. Oh, take the fifty dollars. Fifty bucks. There's bones in the chocolates. Don't take the whiskey. Don't take the whiskey. <laughs> whiskey? Woo, where is it? Oh, jeez. Woo. He photographed the dismemberment process and retained these photographs, which later added or aided in Thomas's subsequent identification. Following the murder of Thomas, Dahmer did not kill all, anyone for almost five months. Although on a minimum of five occasions between October 1990 and February of 1991, he unsuccessfully attempted to lure men to his apartment. He was also known to have regularly complained of feelings of both anxiety and depression to his probation officer throughout 1990. With frequent references to his sexuality, his solitary lifestyle, and financial difficulties on several occasions, Dahmer is also known to have referred to harboring suicidal thoughts. So that's the end of 1990, and I just read all the 1990 section. Who's going next? <laughs> I'd love to read the whole 1991 section. All right, get to it. <laughs> In February 19... I'm kidding. No, my God, In February no. 1991, <laughs> I'm going to read it in the Dahmer voice the <laughs> no, whole time. The whole time. <laughs> You won't. In February 1991, Dahmer, I will not, because that is a long damn thing. Dahmer observed a 17-year-old man named Curtis Strotter standing at a bus stop near Marquet University. I'm assuming it's Marquet, because if you pronounce the T's, you're a bitch. Anyway, uh, he, according to Dahmer, <laughs> he lured Strotter to, into his apartment with an offer of money for posing for nude photos with the added incentive of sexual intercourse. Dahmer drugged Strotter, cuffed his hands behind his back, then strangled him to death with a leather strap. He really likes that leather strap. Mm -hmm. He then dismembered Strotter, retaining the youth's skull, hands, and genitals, and photographing each stage of the dismemberment process. Less than two months later, on op and on opera on April seventh, <laughs> Dahmer, uh, as you can tell, I've drank a lot since we've started this. I've also built a lot on my desk. Less than two months later, on April seventh, Dahmer encountered a nineteen-year-old boy named Errol Lindsay walking to get a, a key cut. Lindsay was heterosexual. Dahmer lured Lindsay to his apartment, went where he drugged him, drilled a hole in his skull, and poured hydrochloric acid into it. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. According to Dahmer, Lindsay awoke during or after this experiment, Jesus Christ, which Dahmer oh, had God. conceived in the hope of inducing a permanent, unresistant, submissive state 
saying, I have a headache. What time is it? In response to this, Dahmer again drugged Lindsay, then strangled him. He decapitated Lindsay and retained his skull. He then flayed Lindsay's body, placing the skull in a solution of cold water and salt for several weeks in a hope of permanently retaining it. Reluctantly, he disposed of Lindsay's skin when he noted it became too frayed and brittle. <clears throat> By 1991, fellow residents of the Oxford Apartments had repeatedly complained to the manager's bil uh, building's manager. <laughs> Sopa <laughs> Princewill. The manager's building. That is a name. Sopa Did I say manager of the building? Anyway. <laughs> no, you said manager's building. Nice. Of <laughs> <laughs> the foul smells emanating from apartment 213. In addition to the sounds of falling objects and an occasional sound of a chainsaw. Because they didn't bother asking that. Hey, there's a chainsaw <laughs> downstairs right now. Complain to this building. I heard a chainsaw downstairs. There's something wrong. Something wrong. Some He's cutting wood in his wood in his front yard or in his front uh, <laughs> front room. What the fuck? Um. Uh, Prince Will did contact Dahmer in response to these complaints on several occasions. Although he initially excused the odors emanating from his apartment as being caused by his freezer breaking, causing the content contents to become spoiled. I've had that happen. It sucks. It sucks. On later really occasions, does. he informed Principal that he, the uh, reason for the resurgence of the odor was that several of his tropical fish had recently died, and he would take care of the matter. On the afternoon of May 26, 1991, Dahmer encountered a 14-year-old boy. What the fuck? Wow. Teenager. Yeah. Uh, Laotian. Oh, Laotian teenager named Con uh, Connerick... Synthesophom. Synth Synthesophom. Synthesophom. We are butchering this. Synthesophom. Conorac. I'm going to call him Conorac Synth. Synth. That sounds like he's a furry now. Anyway, no, he's dead. <laughs> oh, God. That was mine. Unknown to Dahmer, Synth was the younger brother of a boy whom he had molested in 1988. Mm -hmm. That's fucking, can, like, very bad timing. The approached, or he approached oh. the youth with an offer of money to accompany him to his apartment, for to cl or to pose for Polaroid pictures. According to Dahmer, Synth was initially reluctant to the proposal before changing his mind and accompanying him to his apartment, where he posed, or the youth posed for two pictures in his underwear, before Dahmer drugged him into unconsciousness and performed oral sex on him. On this occasion, Dahmer drilled a single hole into Synth's skull through which he injected hydrochloric acid into the frontal lobe. Before Synth fell unconscious, Dahmer led the boy into his bedroom, where the body of a 31-year-old Tony Hughes, whom Dahmer had killed three days earlier, lay naked on the floor. According to Dahmer, he believed that Synth saw this body, yet did not react to seeing the bloated corpse, likely because of the effects of the sleeping pills he had ingested and the hydrochloric acid Dahmer had injected through his skull. Synth soon became unconscious, whereupon Dahmer drank several beers while laying alongside him before leaving the apartment to drink at a bar, then purchased more alcohol. In the early morning hours of May 27th, Dahmer returned towards his apartment to discover Synth sitting naked on the corner of 25th and State, talking to Leo, uh, talking in Leo, with three distressed young women standing near him. Dahmer approached the woman and told him that Synth, 
whom he referred to by the alias Zhang Hamung, was his friend and attempted to lead him to his apartment by the arm. The three women dissuaded Dahmer, explaining they had phoned 911. Upon the arrival of two Milwaukee police officers, John Balkerzak, dude, these fucking names the, are nuts, these, these, and Joseph Gavrish. These two is where you're going <laughs> to... Dahmer's demeanor relaxed. He told the officers that Synth was his 19-year-old boyfriend, that he had drunk too much following a quarrel, and that he frequently behaved in this manner when intoxicated, which is... <laughs> Dahmer added his lover had consumed Jack Daniel's whiskey that evening. The three mother or three mothers, the three women were exasperated. And when one of the trio attempted to indicate to one of the officers, both of whom had observed no injuries beyond a scrape to Synth's knee and believed him to be intoxicated, that Synth had blood on his uh, upon his tex testicles, was bleeding from his rectum, and he had seemingly struggled against Dahmer's attempts to walk him to his apartment prior to their arrival. And there, the officer harshfully informed her to butt out and shut the hill up and to not interfere. I don't know why I did that voice. Shortly <laughs> after the arrival of the Milwaukee shut police the hell officer, up, shut, shut, shut the hell up. Yeah, I'm going to shoot a bolt through your head. Hashtag D&D. Uh, shortly <laughs> after the arrival of the Milwaukee police officers, three members of the Milwaukee Fire Department arrived at the scene. These individuals also examined since for injury and provided a yellow blanket for the police officers to cover Synth. One of the three believed Synth needed treatment, but the police officers directed the police department personnel to leave. Fire Shortly thereafter, or fire department, whoops, personnel to leave. Shortly afterward, or thereafter, Officer Richard Perukan what the fuck? Arrived at the scene. He and Jabrish, followed by Balserzak. Dude, okay, these are like some fucking biblical names. Escorted <laughs> Dahmer and said, this, I feel like I'm reading some like fucking prompt out of Kings or some shit. Escorted Dahmer and sent to Dahmer's apartment as Dahmer repeatedly commented on the general crime in the neighborhood and of his appreciation of the police. Inside his apartment, and in an effort to verify his claim, he and Synth were lovers. Dahmer showed his police officer, or showed the officers the two semi-nude Polaroid pictures he had taken of the youth the previous evening. Though Balserzak said he smelled something or nothing unusual, Jabrish later stated he noted a strange scent reminiscent of excrement inside the apartment. It smelled, the, the, odor, the apartment smelled like shit. Yeah. The odor emanated from the decomposing body of Hughes. Dahmer stated that to investigate this order, that one officer simply peeked his head around the bedroom but didn't take a good look. The officers then left with a departing remark that Dahmer take good care of Synth. This incident was listed by the officers as a dis domestic dispute. Wow, that's fucked. Upon mm -hmm. the departure, oh, if man. I ever... Uh, no offense, but like... I'm sorry, if you see blood coming out of the ass and dick of a person who's on the fucking floor outside speaking a language you don't know and can't tell what the fuck's going on and is struggling from another person, you should probably just bring him to the doctor or at least get their ID. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yep. Hello? Make sure there they is didn't even get his ID. He just said he's 19. This is a 14-year-old boy. And I, I cannot look at this picture because I know somebody who looks almost identical to this kid. And you know what's And, you and know my what's brain is terrified for this kid now. After the ca after the capture of Dahmer, these three were fired. But then, I hope so. But listen, yep. no. It gets better. They came back and oh, were named police officers of the year in 2005. I will say though, granted a person's whole entire life when it comes to a career as fucking terrifying as police officer would be. I don't mean to like bring up something weird, but to me at that point, if this, something like this had happened and they had a really good reason to it, because we're just reading a Wikipedia page written by some person. Yeah. It they, the whole situation could have been a lot more like tame and calm than this person's making it sound. And if they don't have warrants, they can't search the house. If they don't have access to the private property, they can't do anything there. If he doesn't have ID on him, they're not, or you're not forced to show your ID to police officers. That's that's stated. So I mean, technically they followed protocol. It's just really fucked up from our side because we're going. How did you not fucking save this kid? Right. But I mean, at the yep. same time, I guess it, it could have easily happened. But upon the departure of the three officers from his apartment, Dahmer again injected hydrochloric acid into Sin's brain. On this occasion, the injection proved fatal. The following day, May 28th, Dahmer took a day's leave from work to devote himself to dis dismemberment of the bodies of Synth and Hughes. He retained both victim skulls. On June 30th, Dahmer traveled to Chicago, where he encountered a 20-year-old man named Matt Turner at the bus station. Turner accepted Dahmer's offer to travel to Milwaukee for a professional photo shoot. At the apartment, Dahmer drugged and strangled and dismembered Turner and placed his head and internal organs in separate plastic bags in the freezer. Turner was not reported missing. Five days later, on July 5th, Dahmer lured 23-year-old Jeremiah Wien... Or, I, uh, Weinberger. It is Weinberger. Weinberger. I think, is it wine or Wien? Weinberger? Weinberger? I think it might be Weinberger, maybe. Either way, from a Chicago him. bar to his apartment on the promise of spending the weekend with him. He drugged, he drugged Ween Burger, or I'm just going to say Weinberger because I'm afraid I'm going to offend people that like knew him because this is not that old ago. Uh, he drugged Weinberger and twice injected boiling water through his skull. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Sending, I have felt boiling water on the skin. Not, I couldn't imagine that in your brain. Mm -mm. Sending him into a coma. From which he died two days later. On July 15th, Dahmer encountered 24-year-old Oliver Lacey. Jesus, these were all like literally two weeks apart. Mm -hmm. Oliver Lacey at the corner of 27th and Kilbourne. I used to live on a street named Kilbourne. Lacey agreed to Dahmer's ruse of posing nude for photographs and accompanied him to his apartment. Where the pair engaged in tentative sexual activity before Dahmer drugged Lacey. On this occasion, Dahmer and intended to prolong the time he spent with Lacey while alive. After unsuccessfully attempting to render Lacey unconscious with chloroform, he phoned his workplace to request a day's absence. This was granted, although the next day he was suspended. After strangling Lacey, Dahmer had sex with the corpse before dismembering him. 
He placed Lacey's head and heart in the refrigerator and a skeleton in the freezer. Four days later, on July 19th, Dahmer received word that he was fired. Upon receipt of the news, Dahmer lured 25-year-old Jesus Christ. That was a one day apart. Mm -hmm. Dahmer lured 25-year-old Joseph Bradhoff to his apartment. Bradhoff was strangled and left lying on Dahmer's bed covered with a sheet for two days. On July 21st, Dahmer removed the sheets to find the head covered in maggots in two days. Holy shit. Whereupon he decapitated the body, cleaned the head, and placed it in the refrigerator. He later acidified Bradhoff's torso along with those of two other victims killed within the previous month. Well, okay, Damn, so... This guy needs to clean his apartment. Like, okay, well, he lost his job, and that was his last thing that he had in, re like, his last touch of reality. Now Dahmer's... The girls are back in town, you know? Like, he's, he's going all out. This is his berserker moment. So now this leads us to our... This is when they always get captured. Exactly. So this, yep. is, this is when we're going to lead this into this right here. Links, if you could. All right. On July 22nd, 1991, Dahmer approached three men with an offer of $100 to accompany him to his hey, apartment. Hey, it was more than 50. That's $50 each. Oh, oh wait, no. Mind. Actually, yeah, wait. Is it 100 for all three of them? Yeah, 100 for just three of them. Well, uh, that's even worse. You can't even split it fair. <laughs> the fuck? Goddamn. To accompany him to his apartment to pose for nude photographs, drink beer, and simply keep him company. Okay, I guess they even it out with the beer. <laughs> <laughs> One of the trio... Uh, 32-year-old Tracy Edwards agreed to accompany him to his apartment. Upon entering Dahmer's apartment, Edwards noticed, noted a foul odor and several boxes of hydrochloric acid on the floor, which Dahmer claimed to use for cleaning bricks. Alright. After some minor That's conversation... <laughs> Edwards responded to Dahmer's request to turn his head and view... The his tropical fish, whereupon Dahmer placed a handcuff upon his wrist. Ooh, getting kinky. Mm -hmm. When Edwards asked, what's happening? Dahmer unsuccessfully attempted to cuff his wrist together. Then Edwards, uh, then, oh, wait, what? Well, unsuccessfully well, attempted to, okay. And then just told him to come into the bedroom. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, I know I just put ha a handcuff on your wrist and I failed to handcuff the other one, but can you come to my bedroom and we can just take photos? Well, it's not that he, it's not that he failed to uncuff the other one. It's yeah. I, I read further into this that is that he cuffed both the cuffs on the same arm. Dumbass. <laughs> and so both, both the cuffs were just on the same hand. Like, the fuck? Hmm. Uh... Well then, while inside the bedroom, Edwards noted nude p male posters on the wall and that a videotape of The Exorcist 3 was playing. Oh, setting the mood, I guess. Mm. He loved The Exorcist 3. Mm. He noted a blue 57-gallon drum in the corner, which was which a strong odor emanated. Yeah, in that in that gallon drum, there's like three torsos. Not All down. just liquefying in their own ooze. Mm. Why is he drinking? Pleasant. 
while he's taking a drink. Mm, this is some good ooze. Dumber then brandished a knife and informed Edwards he intended to take nude pictures of him. In an attempt to appease Dahmer, Edwards unbuttoned his shirt, saying he would allow him to do so if he would remove the handcuffs and put the knife away. I mean, apparently your hands aren't handcuffed together, so... No, he just wanted them off his you arm. You could just leave. Yeah. <laughs> In response to this promise, Dahmer simply turned his attention towards the TV. Edwards observed Dahmer rocking back and forth and chanting before turning his attention back to him. He placed his head on Edward's chest, listening for his heartbeat, and, with the knife pressed against his intended victim, informed Edwards he intended to eat his heart. Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Ah. Fuck. Not the heart attack I thought we'd be listening to tonight. Mm, very nice. Oh, whoa. <laughs> In continuous attempts to prevent Dahmer from attacking him, Edwards repeated that he was Dahmer's friend and that he was not going to run away. I think it's already too late. <laughs> Hey, come on, Edward, buddy. Come on. I'm not going to go anywhere. Come on, but we're pals, buddy. Come on, man. Don't call me buddy, pal. I've known you for like at least like 20 minutes. Like we're, fr we're friends, buddy. We're, we're pals, man. Don't eat my heart. Edwards had decided he was going to either jump from the window or run through the door or the unlocked front door upon the next available opportunity. When Edwards next stated he needed to use the bathroom, he asked if they could sit with a beer in the living room, where there was air conditioning. Dahmer consented, and the pair walked into the living room, where Edwards exited the bathroom. Inside the living room, Edwards waited until he observed Dahmer had a momentary lapse of concentration before requesting to use the bathroom again. When Edwards rose from the couch, he noticed Dahmer was not holding the handcuffs. Upon Ed whereupon Edwards punched him in the face, knocking Dahmer off balance, and he ran out the front door. Nice. Mm-hmm. At 11.30 p.m. on July 22nd, Edward flagged down two Milwaukee police officers, Robert uh, Ruth and Rolf, Rolf Mueller. Rolf Mueller. Oh, that's, a, Rolf. that's a strong name. Rolf Mueller. <laughs> At the corner of North 25th Street, the officers noted Edward had a handcuff attached to his wrist, whereupon he explained to the officers that a freak had placed, this, placed the handcuffs upon him and asked if the police could remove them. When the, officers, uh, when the officers' handcuffs keys failed to fit the brand of handcuffs, Edwards agreed to accompany the officers to a department where Edward started, uh, or stated he had spent the previous five hours before ex escaping. Fuck, man. He was there for five fucking hours. Mm -hmm. Good job on him for surviving all that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Thank God there, this guy fucking killed himself. Goddamn oh, coward. God. Uh, da, 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 da. In the. Wait. When the officer. Oh, cool. Let's get the paragraph. When the officers and Edward arrived at apartment 213, Dahmer invited the trio inside and acknowledged that he had indeed placed the handcuffs upon Edwards. Although he offered no explanation as to why he had done so at this point, 
Edwards divulged to the officers that Dahmer was also brandishing a large knife upon him, and this had happened in the bedroom. Dahmer made no comment to this revelation, indicating to one of the officers, Mueller, uh, that the key to the handcuffs were in the bedside dresser. As Mueller entered the, be the bedroom, Dahmer attempted to pass Mueller to himself. Uh, yeah, attempted to pass Mueller to himself. Retrieved the key upon, whereupon the second officer present, uh, Roth, informed him to back off. In the bedroom, Mueller noted that there was indeed a large knife beneath the bed. He also saw a saw in the open in the open drawer, which, upon closer inspection, contained scores of Polaroid pictures, many of which were human. Uh, human bodies in various stages of dismemberment. Wow, nice. And then, and then, listen. Like Mueller, <laughs> Mueller was looking at these pictures, right? And and he was like, "What the fuck? This is weird." And then he looked around him, and he goes, "I'm in the fucking studio." <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> like, oh fuck, man. <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. Mueller noted that the decor indicated that they had taken in the very apartment in which they were standing. Mueller walked into the living room to show this to his partner, uttering the words, These are for real. When Dahmer saw that Mueller was holding several of his Polaroids, he fought off the officers in an effort to resist arrest. The officers quickly overpowered him cuffed his hands behind his back, and called a second squad car for backup. At this point, Mueller opened the refrigerator to reveal the freshly severed head of a black male on the bottom shelf. Fucking Christ. <laughs> like, you're yeah. a beat cop. You're not supposed to be doing... You're not supposed to be like, investigating all, all the stuff, you know? You're not, you're not supposed to see all this stuff. You open the door, there's a head. Kill me. And it's a, it's a TF2 spy. <laughs> Just kill me later. <laughs> yeah, no. You find a bunch of Polaroids with a bunch of dead bodies and various stages of really fucked up shit. Mm -hmm. And then you just open the fridge. Oh, a head. Oh, there's How a head. head. I'm quitting my job. Goodbye. The cop was the head of the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really not. No, the cop had his, had his head in the game. <laughs> As Dahmer laid Ben to the floor beneath Ralph, uh, he turned his head towards the officer and muttered the words, For what, for what I did, I should be dead. I should be dead. Ye yeah. Yes, probably. <laughs> it's never good if you hear that from the guy you're arresting. Yep. Yeah, for real. <laughs> if he admits it on the spot, you're like, well, this is about to get bad. <laughs> A more detailed search of the apartment conducted by Milwaukee Police Criminal Investigation Bureau revealed a total of four severed heads in Dahmer's kitchen. A total of seven skulls, some painted, some bleached, were found in Dahmer's bedroom in the, inside a closet. In addition, investigators discovered collected uh, blood drippings upon a tray at the bottom of Dahmer's refrigerator, plus two human hearts and a portion of arm muscle which wrapped inside plastic bags upon the shelves. In Dahmer's freezer, investigators discovered an entire torso plus a bag of human organs and f flesh stuck to the ice at the bottom. 
<laughs> there, was, there was this other story with the uh, with one of the investigators, Patrick Kennedy. He was like he was like a, he was like the class A star cop in this whole story, and like. He said, "I went to open the refrigerator, and you know, like he had all the he had on on the cabinet on the side. He had all the cabinets. He got the ketchup. He has mustard. He had everything all ready to go. You know, your normal stuff. And then I look over here underneath the box. There's a black man staring at me. Like how how the fuck am I supposed to react to that? Like he has all. It was this was it was absolute insane." Damn. <laughs> yeah. Just a normal ass fridge plus body parts. Yeah. Everywhere else in apartment 213, investigators discovered two entire skeletons, a pair of severed hands, two severed and preserved penises, a mummified scalp, and in a 57 gallon drum, three further dismembered torsos dissolving in an acid solution. A total of 74 Polaroid pictures detailing the dismemberment of Dahmer's victims were found. In reference to the recovery of the body parts and uh, artifacts at 921 or 924 North 25th Street, the chief medical examiner later stated, "It was more like dismantling someone's museum than an actual crime scene." Yeah, because he had it all set up just for him to see. Like he had it all, like rigged up ready to go like it was all set up it was it was insane i feel so bad for the police officers that like walked in there thinking oh yeah. today i can i might have to give out a couple parking tickets and you hope nothing bad happens and then this happens yeah i honestly i think i would have to quit immediately yep. so well, like, it's a vacation I'd so, probably take a vacation. So, so real take quick, a permanent vacation. <laughs> real quick to uh, to like, I'd have to get like a month off or so. The re like the rest of the things I'm going to try to uh, para paraphrase in my own in our own way because I've actually because I knew this this whole bit tidbit right here would just be a lot of repeats. But um, basically, after his capture, he did confess uh, to them after a while with two Kennedy, and they all, at first, these investigators was not believing him whatsoever. Uh, but he was telling the truth about about everything, and then when they would call, be like, "Yeah, we just found another human torso," and then <laughs> Kennedy walks back in there to him like. Can you can you can we start from the beginning again? And then that's when he talked about his entire confession. Um, and then he went to uh, he was indicted on uh, September fourteenth, and he was for fifteen counts of murder. But he was guilty but insane, which honestly, uh, yeah, I can see a guilty but guilty but insane. He was truly. Insane. Um, Dahmer's trial began in January 30th, 1992, and he was trialed in Milwaukee for the 15 counts of first-degree murder before uh, before the judge Lawrence Graham. By pleading guilty on January 13th to the charges brought against him, Dahmer had waived his rights to an initial trial to establish guilt. As defined in Wisconsin law, the issue debated by opposing counsels as 
Dahmer's trial was to determine whether he suffered from an, an either a mental or personality disorder. The prosecution claiming that any disorders did not deprive Dahmer of the ability to appreciate the criminality of his conduct or to deprive him of the ability to resist his impulses. The defense is arguing that Dahmer suffered from a mental disease and was driven by obsessions and impulses he was unable to control. Because, well, here's the thing. The only time that he killed was when he was stonehammer drunk. But Dahmer knew this. He didn't like the killing process, so he had to be drunk to get killed. So, they, they, uh, the, uh, what is it? The defense? The the defense and what? What's the other one called? Jury? No. The offense? Off Attorney? <laughs> the offense? Yeah. No. yeah. Well, the offense, they no. they suggested, well... Prosecutor. The prosecutor, thank you. The prosecutors are more or less like, well, you know, he had to be drunk to do it, so he knew that he had to drink just to do it he wanted to do it but he but that's that's that was their, their like i said the, like it says the the prosecution rejected the defense's argument that Dahmer was insane forensic uh psychologist uh, psych Psychiatrist? Yes. Question mark? Di uh, Dr. Philip like Resnick testified that Dahmer did not suffer from uh, primary uh, necrophilia because he prefer preferred live sexual partners as evidenced by his efforts to create unresistant submissive sexual partners devoid of racial thought. Rational. But devoid Rash of rational thought and who... And to whose needs he did not have to cater. So he was more or less, he was trying not to kill. He was trying to make a living sex doll. Exactly. I he didn't want them to be dead. I just want them to be unresponsive. I just want them to be unresponsive. Because remember back when we go back to the first episode, he did not like when his partners moved during sex. And if they were more of a mover, then he couldn't get off and he had to be a bottom. And he did not like being <laughs> A bottom. But either way. An inferiority complex. But either way, on February 15th, the court uh, reconceived to hear the verdict and uh, reconvened. Sorry. Reconvened. God damn it. Dahmer was ruled to be sane and not suffering from a mental disorder at the time of each of the 15 murders for which he was tried. Although in each count, two of the 12 jurors signified their dissent. Formal sentencing was postponed until February 17th. On this date, Dahmer's attorney announced his client wished to address the court. Dahmer then approached a lecture and read from a statement prepared by himself and his defense. He faced the judge. In this statement, Dahmer em emphasized that he had never desired freedom following his arrest and that he frankly wished... For his own death, he further stressed that one of his murders had been motivated by hatred, that he understood that nothing he either said or did could undo the terrible harm he had caused for the families to his victims and the city of Milwaukee. And at that, he had his doctors believe his criminal behavior had been motivated by mental disorders. Dama added that 
This medical knowledge had given him some space, and that although he understood that society would never forgive him, he hoped God would. Dahmer closed his statement with the following, I know my time in prison would be terrible, but I deserve whatever I get because of what I've done. Thank you, Your Honor, and I am prepared for your sentence, which I know will be at the maximum. I ask for no consideration. He then returned to his seat and awaited formal sentencing. And Dahmer was then sentenced to life imprisonment, plus 10 years upon the first two counts, with the remaining 13 counts carrying a mandatory sentence of life imprisonment, plus 70 years. The death penalty was not an option for Judge Graham to consider as the penalty phase, as Wisconsin has abolished capital punishment in 1853. Upon hearing Dahmer's sentencing, his father Lionel and stepmother Sherry requested to be allowed a 10-minute private meeting with their son before he was transferred to Columbia Correctional, Columbia Correctional Institution in Portage to begin his sentence. This request was granted and the trio exchanged hugs and well wishes before Dahmer was escorted away. Because they knew the moment that Dahmer was going to be in Gen Pop, Dahmer was going to be dead. And it didn't take long, because upon the sentencing, Dahmer became a born-again Christian, and he always kept a copy of a Bible with him. He was off, al off alone for a while, but on the morning of November 28th of 1994, Dahmer left his cell to conduct his assigned work detail. Accompanying him were two fellow inmates, Jesse Anderson and Christopher Scaviar. The trio were left unsupervised in the showers of the prison gym for approximately 20 minutes. And at approximately 8.10 a.m., Dahmer was discovered on the floor of the bathrooms of the gym, suffering from extreme head wounds. He had been severely bludgeoned about the head, with a, about the head and face with a 20-inch, 51-centimeter metal bar. His head had also been repeatedly struck against the wall in this assault. Although Dahmer was still alive, he was rushed to a nearby hospital. He was pronounced dead one hour later. Anderson had also been beaten to the same instrument and died two days later from his wounds. Skaver, who was serving a life sentence for the murder he committed in 1990, informed authorities he had first attacked Dahmer with the metal bar as he, Dahmer, was cleaning a staff locker room. Before attacking Anderson, he as he as he cleaned an, in, an inmate locker room. According to Scavier, Dahmer did not yell or make any noise as he was attacked. Immediately after attacking both men, Scavier was thought to be schizophrenia. Returned to his cell and informed the prison guard, God told me to do it. Jesse Anderson and Jeffrey Dahmer are dead. Scaver was admitted, or uh, was admit, admit, what? Adamant. Adamant. Adamant, thank you. He had not been planning, he had not planned the attacks in advance, although he later divulged to investigators he had concealed the 20-inch iron bar used in, to kill both of the men in his clothes shortly before the killing. And upon learning of his death, Dama's mother Joyce responded angrily to the media. Now is everybody happy? Now that he's bludgeoned to death? Is that good enough for everyone? 
The responses of families of Dahmer's victims was mixed, although it appears most were pleased with his death. The, dis the district attorney who pr prosecuted Dahmer's, uh, Dahmer uh, cautioned against turning Scavia into a folk hero. Nothing that Dahmer's death was still murder. On, on May 15th of 1995, Scaver was sentenced to two additional terms of life imprisonment for the murders of Dharma and Anderson. And that concludes our tale of Jeffrey Dahmer. Of Dominator Dahmer. That seems like a very slap on the wrist for killing the two people it's like okay well you got two other life sentences that which you're already serving so i'm not really sure what this means <laughs> i think uh whenever you have multiple life sentences like if you have one it's like you can get parole uh after like a certain amount of time i i forget how it works like exactly i just know that like yeah it's something like that <laughs> that's but yeah that is our our take that's two parts done that's Jeffrey Dahmer what do you guys uh, what do you guys think of Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> uh, I think he fucked up that's why he's in jail I, well, I, he's dead, he's dead. I, I, okay I feel like oh Oh yeah, right. Death penalty. Well, he did. I no, he out. did definitely <laughs> deserve to die. But like, I zoned out. <laughs> yeah, like, what did? What age should he die at, Mako? Um, he died at the ripe age of. I don't want ripe and De Jeffrey Dahmer in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Damn. I, but, he died but, at 34. He was. Uh... Or he should have rotted for another 20 years. Yeah, he died. And then after, after like the after 20 years, like maybe like around 50, 60, if he was beaten to death, I would be like, ah, okay, he served his thing. Yeah. I'm just happy. He's like a step away. He's doing good. But uh, yeah, that's. I'm uh, not happy right now. Not happy. Yeah. We love you, face. Reading the whole arrest or the non-arrested thing, the fourteen-year-old, and then looking up and seeing that picture that looked like a kid I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I literally, my brain just would not. Stop I can't. Thinking. I could not yeah. separate the two situations, and I was just fucking petrified. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. That kid is like my brother, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on in my brain?" <laughs> Bad time to get drunk. Fun <laughs> time. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's going to conclude our episode today, ladies and beans. We will be back next week. Other than that, we ain't got nothing else. Make sure to go check out our Twitch channels at Twitch.tv forward slash links, Paradox, Rustic II, Phase the Fox Bean, Nero ah. Cool, and myself at Mr. Mako Live. But until we see each other next time, remember to always hell yourselves. Bye-bye. Peace out, beautiful bastards. Don't get domered. <laughs> Come here. Don't take the $50. Don't take the $50 and don't chop off the separate penis. 50 is a cursed number. <laughs> All right. I'm going to head out. See, See you guys. <laughs>